Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Jesus Magnet. I'm your host, Joel Thompson, here with Joel Hillary. Hey. <laughs> and we're joined by our guest, Petra Leach. How are you, Petra? I'm good. Awesome. Thanks for being here. Uh, you're going to share a little bit about your story? Yep. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Cool. Okay. So I am uh, from a family with nine siblings. Um, and I'm from Wellington. Uh, I was born in Auckland, but I, yeah, from Wellington and currently living in Nelson. And yeah, I'll start with sharing a bit more about my story with God. Um, so I was brought up in a Christian home and I always believed in God. Um, but I wasn't like following him full heartedly. And yeah, so throughout high school, my sister, she's a youth pastor, and so I started going to youth group. Um, but I never really felt like a youth kid. Like I always felt like more f- like fitting in with like youth leading and stuff. Mm. And so yeah, going to Easter camp was like a big part of like growing my relationship with God. Mm. Um, but yeah, so high school, I kind of just did what I guess you would say teenagers do, so drinking and all that. Um, and yeah, I think I really struggled with my identity and lived in like a mentality of like striving for God's love. And yeah, so it was yeah a different process. How did you find living in, in the big family like that? You know, there's nine of yours. You're a twin, like you said yeah. uh, earlier. Um, but with that big family, did you struggle to um, f- find who to follow and were they leading good examples to on like going to church or anything like that or yeah um I love being in a big family like we're all so real so close um but yeah we're all we're all following God but uh later on my mum and dad had some struggles with their marriage and they still do. And I feel like that kind of broke the family apart in mm. terms of like following God. Cause it's like, Oh, mm. my parents are Christians, but this is happening. Mm. And yeah. And so a lot of my family have fallen away from like, yeah, following God. Mm. Um, but yeah, I feel like my older sister, the youth pastor, that was really what helped me like stay on my journey with God. Like I wouldn't be here yeah. today if it wasn't for her. Yeah. And she encouraged me to do um, a thing called intermission at Auckland Kerry Baptist College. Have mm-hmm. you heard of that? Yeah. yeah. So I did that, and that was like the hardest year of my life, but also the best year. And what, I it, like, what is that? I haven't heard of that. Kerry Baptist College? Yeah. So it's uh, like a Christian college, um, and there's lots of different things you can learn. But for me, I did intermission, so it was like a gap year course, and you just learned about um, the Bible and like social justice issues and like missions and stuff. Mm. Um, so yeah, I feel like again that really was life changing, but it was still kind of head knowledge, like the things about God. Mm. Um, and yeah, and so after that, I came back to Wellington and got into um, lots of different jobs. Like I've worked at the warehouse, I've worked at a cafe, I've worked at a gym, mm. I've worked at a move like the movies and all sorts of jobs. Mm. Um, and nothing was like really satisfying. Like I don't know. I just got bored, and I'm like next, next, next. Um, and I, I don't. Know, I still felt like I was searching for more. Like I'm like there has to be more to this. Mm. And yeah, I went through a patch where I turned away from God, and I said, "Screw God, screw the Bible, screw Christians," kind mm. of thing. And just went through a really down patch 
where, yeah, I would just be driving and I'd just want to drive off the cliff kind of thing, you know, mm. but I never did. Um, but still inside me, I felt like I still believed God. What was it that got you to that point? Was it all the different jobs or just life in general was getting you down? Um, I think it was just like a hopelessness because like I was trying to, I think I was going to different jobs and doing different things to like fill a need in my heart mm. and it wasn't like satisfied. And again, I was living in that mentality of like striving to like reach what I thought God's expectations was of me. And so, I don't know, I just gave up. I was like, oh, you know, but this is the cool thing. So one day I was, again, it was a really horrible time. Like I just didn't want to be around any of my Christian friends or like be prayed for anything. And then I was like crying in the shower. Like I was just crying and crying and I was just, yeah, really hit rock bottom. And then all of a sudden it just like lifted off me. And like with depression, you can't just be like, oh, I'm fine. I'm happy now, you know. And so I just knew in that moment that that was God. And it's like, I just felt his love for me. And literally, ever since then, I've had like a completely different mindset to life. Like I'm like, oh, there's so much things to be grateful for. So like, I think that was like a real pivotal point um, in my journey with God. Mm. And then, then I, yeah, so I got into the job of being a gym receptionist. Mm. And, um, and again, I still had that feeling of like, oh, there has to be more. Like I was kind of hungry for it. Um, and then I decided to do the DTS in Nelson and cause I was like, it was kind of my last hope. Like I was just like, Oh, you know, I'll just do that. Mm. And so I went there and I went there thinking I was like pretty sus. Like I'm a, I'm a cool person, you know, I'm fine kind of thing. But like every day there was like new breakthrough. Like I was just crying every day and God was just stripping away just all the crap in my life. And I feel like now like, it's weird, because I've been told about Jesus dying on the cross for us, like, my whole life, but it wasn't until I did the DTS that it really hit me, that I was like, oh my gosh, like, I've been living in shame, I've been living in self-hate, and mm. like, all this stuff of like, feeling like I have to strive to like, earn his love, mm. um, but then I was like, but he died on the cross, so we don't have to live like that, you know, because I used to like, go to the, like, to God and be like, I don't deserve to be prayed for. I don't deserve to talk to you, God. Yeah. You're too amazing. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then I was like, whoa, like he died on the cross to take away our shame and our pain and just to, yeah, so we can live like whole, like righteous before him. Mm. And like he sees me as beautiful and pure. And so, yeah, it was really freeing. I feel like that was a huge revelation like for me. And yeah, I honestly... So that happened during your DTS. So you yeah. got to that understanding. So you'd been a Christian yeah. your whole life and, and not fully understood the, 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 I guess, the fullness of the crucifixion yeah. and what that meant. Yeah. Because yeah. I was also brought up in a, um, nothing against Baptist church, but like it's quite a traditional church and they didn't talk about like, you know, the Holy Spirit or a lot of things. And so, yeah, going to the DTS was like really eye-opening for me. And mm. I was just like, whoa, how did I not know this? And I've been like a Christian my whole life kind of thing. Mm. And then, yeah, it just, again, it became like knowledge in my heart, not just in my head. Mm. And there was like one day I did a short course, uh, which is a part of YOM called OTI. Um, and I was like... Is that the one thing internship? Yeah. 
because oh sorry on D, sorry I'll go back to DTS quickly but on DTS I was so desperate like it's the hunger for God I feel like that really helped break through because I was like God I want to know that I know that you're real I want to know that I know that you love me like do whatever you need to do to like you know change my heart and stuff so I think because of that desperation that's when he really just like was like you know yeah, poured well, out his mm, love and yeah. stuff but um on OTI I was just again like God I want to know that you love me like again just like deep in my heart and then on the last day of OTI again I just had another fresh revelation of Jesus dying on the cross um and I just felt his love so much that I was literally killed over like crying because it was just pouring into me and just that revelation of like he knew us before creation like Mm. he could have created any one of us but like he chose me Mm. out of like everyone that he could have chosen and I was just like what like and I feel like he has really guarded my life like I've gone through hard stuff but honestly I just feel like my life is just so blessed and he's just really faithful to me and yeah and so I was just like oh Jesus like yeah and I just really I like know deep down that I just am so deeply loved and so I feel like that's what really impacted me is like the love of God like people need to know the love that God has for them Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I just for the listeners that are uh, maybe wondering what all these acronyms are, YWAM <laughs> oh, <yeah>, <laughs> is uh, Youth with the Mission. It's a global organization um, where young people and well, people young at heart, I suppose, come in and and uh, they learn um, about God. It's an organization, and there's lots of different schools and. Uh, the one here that Petra's done is called a Discipleship Training School or a DTS. And OTI, I didn't quite catch what one that meant. One thing internship. One thing internship, just for those that are listening. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, that's all good. You get yeah. pretty caught up sometimes. I've, I've been a YWAMA myself yeah. um, and all the different ac- acronyms and DTS, DBS, <laughs> SDTS. <laughs> um, yeah, lots of different... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, carry on. <laughs> yeah. And so, I don't know, I just feel like that's what's going to really break through into people's hearts because, again, I think I was living in this thing of like, God is far away and I'm a sinner mm. and mm. I'm crap and all this. But God's like, I died on the cross so I could be in relationship with you because yeah. He yeah. so desperately wants to like bring His children in and just love them and know their identity and so I feel like God's really shaped my identity because in high school I was just putting my identity in everything else yeah but Mm -hmm. now it's like I feel like I've got a foundation in God and like who he says I am and I love that uh what you just said there um a lot of the time we have this uh perception of God of he's so far away and distant Mm -hmm. and we're just sinners and 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 he's got to distance himself from us and you got all of re- all these different religions, and each religion, the main basis is man trying to get themselves to God. So they got to do all these good things to get themselves to 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 get up to God's level or to to obtain righteousness. Yeah. And Christianity is the one religion where it f- it's flipped. It's God getting himself to man, and it, you know coming down as a man and ob- allowing us to obtain righteousness in that in that way. So it's just it's yeah. a it's a cool little note there that um yeah. that that was the understanding that he came to. Yeah, and it's nothing that what there's nothing we can do that will change that. No. Which is so good. Like, oh man. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, it's not religion, it's a relationship. Like yep. he wants to be in a relationship with us. Absolutely. And yeah. I just can't get over how much I was like living under like false perceptions of what mm. I thought God was. Mm. But it's like once you get to know him more and like seek him out with all your heart, then all those things will kind of like fall away and you'll like know his true character mm. and like love for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. So how old were you when you came to do the DTS in YWAM? So I did it just last year. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And you're 24. Yeah. Awesome. And so now you're you're on staff with YWAM. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what was that journey like since DTS? You you really like found these revelations of like who God is and dealing with some of the false perceptions. Do any of those still come back? Do you still think those the same old patterns that you thought? And what has your journey with the Lord been like? Yeah. Um. I don't, well, I guess different things come up at different times, but I can't think specifically, like, maybe occasionally, you know, you can get into that that headspace of like, oh, like, darn, I did that wrong or something. Mm. But mm. a big part of something God's been teaching me is like, like laying that at the cross, like just yeah. giving it to him. Like I have to, even like giving up my family to him, because often we can like, I don't know, try and take control of situations and be like, oh, like, we need to do this and we need to do that. But it's like actually handing it over to God. Like mm. God said to me one time, are you God or am I God? And I was just like, uh, yeah. And so, mm. but yeah, just whenever I do have things that come up, I just, yeah, I just go and seek God and give that to him. If that, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. And so uh, you're a full-time missionary now with YWAM. So yeah. um, do you feel like you have a calling on your life to be a missionary, to travel cross-culture, or are you called to New Zealand? Like, what is where is he leading you? Um, it was quite cool because when I did – oh, I wasn't going to do the DTS in Nelson because I was just like, oh, like, I want to – oh, actually, sorry. I was going to do the DTS in Nelson, but I was gutted – when you know lockdown happened and stuff and then I was like oh we won't go overseas but then God said to me like Petra I've called you here for a time because people need you in New Zealand but also it's almost harder to preach to people in your own country I find and he's like I've created you to be able to like relate to like people in New Zealand yeah um like I've noticed in my friendship groups as well um or just I Sorry, <laughs> when I was working, um, I met this girl. She was my coworker, and she doesn't believe in God. Um, but I just like made friends with her, and then I started speaking to her about Jesus and stuff. And then now she started to go to church, mm. and so I feel like I don't know. God's given me a gift to relate to people, and then I don't know, just share yeah. to our own people. But I do feel like I am called to be out of New Zealand, okay. but. Obviously not now with COVID, but um, mm. yeah, it was just so interesting as well because in my work, and sorry, I can't even speak English, in the different jobs that I've had, I was always just like, I've always loved being with people and like, I want to help people and I want them to like help them grow and develop and learn about God and all that. And then I had all these things that I wanted to do. And like I want to live in a community and mm. stuff. And then when I went to Nelson YWAM, 
I was like, oh my gosh, this is literally like what I've been asking for in like yeah. jobs. Mm. But yeah. yeah, but it's like, you know, doing what I'm doing now. So mm. that's really cool. Um, yeah, it's like the most fulfilling thing really is like seeing people be just like radically transformed and have healing in their heart. And Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We it's quite a common story actually for people to feel like, uh, apprehensive to accept God's calling because they have their own desires or plans. And sometimes like men, what we find is God has our best interest at hand and he's more satisfying anyway. And he fulfills the desires of our heart. And so for you to have a passion to see young people changed into like the gift of evangelism that you're talking about walking in and, and being able to articulate well, the gospel to people in your own nation God's really brought you in this place where he knew you'd thrive and he knew that these gifts would be well used. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. God is so good. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. I obviously have bad days, but I've never felt so happy and like hopeful in my life. Like it's just like so much freedom that God's given me. Mm. And yeah, every day I'm just like, oh God, you're so good. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. Do you foresee yourself continuing in with full-time missions for the foreseeable um or how long oh god's it's funny god said to me just take one day at a time like um because i'm always like i used to always like stress and think okay what am i going to do and like again this whole control of like what am i going to do kind of thing um but i have been getting a sense that god might want me to be in ywam for a little bit longer Mm. um could be longer, longer, but mm. for now, um, yeah. And it's just grown me so much being a staff. Like, I've truly, like, it's been more refining for me. <laughs> Joel's <laughs> <Sorry>. tummy's rumbling. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me in class, and I couldn't stop laughing, and then they kind of kicked me out because nah, they didn't kick me out, but I had to leave because we're having, like, a silent prayer <laughs> time. And I was just... Uh, I'm actually quite proud of myself for not losing it now. But Good work. Yeah. <laughs> wow. My bad. Um, keep going. Um, I can't even remember. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been so refining being a staff. Like, I'm mm. just like, oh, like it's mm. just so vulnerable, but so good. Um, but yeah, it's. it's I, like, I like how you said God's told you to take it one day at a time. Yeah. yeah. You know, the Bible does talk about that, you know, to not worry about the world and the things of tomorrow you know just take it one day at a time uh today has enough troubles of its own i think is what the scripture says um and then there's a a cool quote that is um i don't know what tomorrow holds but i know who holds tomorrow yeah and just just to press into that thought all the time yeah i've definitely had to do that at once someone said to me that because there's that bible verse that says like here's give us today our daily bread. Mm. And it's like, they don't say, give us today our weekly bread. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, he's like sufficient day by day. Yeah. And so I've kind of held on to that as well. Mm. And like, yeah, that was confirmed to me because when I went to OTI, they wrote a card and it said, oh, I just feel like the passage for you is like, um, here's our daily bread. I'm like, oh, mm. that's cool. That's wow. cool. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. So do you have any, um, yeah, do you have any like tips or, or wisdom that you would like to share as far as, um, people who have just received like the revelation that you have of, oh my goodness, mm. this is who God was and just what life has been like walking through that. Or maybe something that you want to share to people who feel like they're still distant from the Lord or he's distant and we have to close the gap. Yeah. 
Um, for me, a big thing is keeping your heart open to God mm. because I think for such a long time I had my heart closed off just because of pain and stuff or even just scared of like what might happen. But God is so good and his timing is perfect. And so I think what really helped was that desperation form. It was just like, God, I need you do something. Like you can challenge God, just be like, God, I need you to break through in my life. Like, cause he's so like relational, you know, he created all of us for relationship. And so he's literally the best at relationship. And so you can just be so open and honest and be like, God, I'm struggling with this. Help me. And so yeah, just keeping an open heart but like really just seeking him because mm. when you seek him, you will find him. Like mm. just keep looking towards him um, and leaning on him because he's truly like the highest pleasure, you know, like he's the most amazing thing in this world. Like nothing is going to satisfy you like God does. Mm. Um, and once you grasp that, you'll just be running after him. Like, yeah, I just, I know I feel, yeah, just keeping your heart really open, vulnerable, and wanting to, yeah, have breakthrough in your life, and he'll do it because he'll never force himself on you. Like if you're closed off to him, he's not going to just be like bam, and you know, he actually wants your heart to be willing, and mm. through willingness and openness, he will like really come through and move. Mm. Well, that's so true. Understanding that God's uh, fully relational, like you said earlier. Um, with that in mind that he would be, you know, the master of relationships. So he'd be a perfect gentleman. So would a perfect gentleman ever force himself on you? No. (laughs) He will, it's always a choice uh, and it goes both ways. So he'll send you cards, roses and flowers every day of the week, but it's still your choice to accept him. Yeah. And and he'll respect the decision if you decide to not run after him. Um, but he will be over the moon and totally adores us when we decide to fall head over heels for him. Yeah. Incredible. That's awesome. Well, it reminds me of the scripture, uh, Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen. God says, you will seek me and you will find me if you seek me with your whole heart. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I love that your story communicates that so well. And it's so confirmed in the Bible. Like, yeah, your story is, is really inspiring, Petra, because... Yeah, it just means like none of us are too far or none of us have just, um, yeah, none, none of us are a lost cause, whether you're the person who's driving and literally doesn't want to live anymore or someone who is going to church every day. All of us need Jesus yeah, and need this revelation and uh, yeah, to be open and to seek him. I love that. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like doing OTI was what, like the DTS was really, really incredible, but OTI is about like being at the feet of Jesus, like seeking him because we'd have like five hours in the prayer shed every day, just like reading our Bibles or writing or, Mm. and I feel like that's what really grounded me in him. I'm like, whoa. And also to know that God is so much bigger than what we think he is. Like we make him out to be like small, put him in a box, but it's just like, he's limitless. Like Mm -hmm. if we actually grasp that he's so limitless and has all power, it's just crazy, like, you'll hope in more things, like, you'll have hope for more things mm. as well. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like, um, yeah, the OTI just kind of brought me back, yeah, to, like, God is, like, my first love as well. Mm. And it's mm. like, I just see every, it's funny, I said this at church, I said, 
in a non-weird way but like if you have a crush on someone you can't stop thinking about them or talking about them and stuff and I literally feel that way towards God not like a crush way but it's just like oh Jesus this and God's so good and like it's like I'm seeing things through like rose-tinted glasses you know I like that and so I feel like that's what OTI did for me it's just like oh it's like I've got a crush but (laughs) yeah Mm. it's like God and so yeah I feel like that's what just think of what he's got towards us wow. yeah i know we think <laughs> yeah. that we like love him but it's mm. like his is like immeasurable like it's crazy yeah wow i love that awesome petra was well, there anything else that you want to share um i don't know okay. <laughs> i mean there's lots of things i could share but yeah. but um yeah i guess just for like people that are listening to this there, there is hope um and like my testimony is like truly yeah, God has given me so much hope and just keep seeking after God. And if you mm. don't know God, like Jesus, call on his name and he will come through. Mm. Um, he loves you. And yeah, I wouldn't be talking about it if I didn't believe it. Um, so yeah, just encourage you to seek him out. Wow, that's awesome. Well, thanks so much, Petra. Um, we really enjoyed having you. I really feel like you are, um, yeah, gifted with evangelism. Like, I just love the way you are so bold about proclaiming him and encouraging people to seek him. So thank you for coming on and thank you for sharing that with us. We're excited for uh, everyone to hear. So we hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you again soon on the Jesus Magnet podcast. See you later. Thank you. Bye.